0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Barely Backcountry podcast. Today is a little bit of a bonus episode and we are flying solo on this one because today we are going to be doing a recap of 75 Hard. If you guys follow the podcast on Instagram, um, you know that I just wrapped up 75 Hard. So I'm going to be doing a quick recap of that, talk about what went on during 75 Hard Through all the aspects of that and then kind of what's been going on the last week now that i'm off of it but before we get into that again make sure you guys are checking out the podcast on social media it's barely underscore backcountry underscore podcast and then my personal is c.dillashaw again make sure you guys are getting the podcast like follow share all those good things it's all greatly appreciated but without any further ado let's get into this 75 hard recap so the first thing i want to talk about is the why why did i do 75 hard um and the reason for that is, you know, kind of through since probably my junior year of high school, fitness has always been a big thing for me. You know, I, you know during high school and all that, I ran a ton, I, you know, I've lifted weights a lot since then, but I've just tried to maintain being in really, really good shape um, for different reasons. That reason has changed, um, you know, throughout the years, um, but I've always tried to be in really good shape. As far as diet went, I never really followed a diet or anything like that. I just I was one of those like I tried to eat clean for the most part, but I always worked out hard enough that if I wanted to have something that wasn't the healthiest option, I wasn't too worried about it ever. But for the most part, I tried to keep things fairly clean with my diet. Um, and I'd always done really good about that until, you know about halfway through December at the end of last year, and then pretty much all of January. I was completely failing on my workouts and my diet um you know especially through January, it got really bad to where I was working out maybe once a week. if it was a really good week, I worked out twice a week um and then my diet was just complete garbage um I got in the habit of just you know if I wanted a snack, I'd grab you know some chips or some candy and if you know whenever if i'm sure plenty of you know whenever you go and grab chips or candy as a snack you're not just going to the cabinet one time grabbing a couple and then walking away you know you go grab a handful and then you know two three minutes later you're in there grabbing another handful and then another and then another um so that's kind of what my diet was like um you know outside of like the really really bad snacking it wasn't you know horrible um i mean it wasn't great either though but i mean i was still having you know Pasta dishes for dinner, you know, two, three nights a week, which I know isn't healthy. I was taking, you know, sandwiches on white bread, you know, to lunch every day, which I know isn't healthy. But like I said, between, you know, just the overall diet, which, you know, wasn't absolutely horrible, but certainly could have been better. And then the snacking was awful as well. Between that and then just the complete failing on my actual workouts, I just needed a real strong kick in the ass to get things back on track. Um, And... I kind of like I had seen 75 hard on social media and stuff like that, but I never really felt like I needed to do it, you know, cause like I said, fitness was always an important thing to me and I always tried to eat pretty clean. Um, but I just, I felt like I needed something to get me back on track, a good challenge. It had been a long time since I've done something that has really, really pushed myself. You know, when I was younger, I used to do, you know, a lot of the Spartan races I did, you know, I've done a marathon, So things like that. But it had been a long time since I had something, a goal that I was really working towards. Um, So I did 75 hard. Again, I started on February 1st. So the end date was April 15th. Um, So that ended up being 75 days. So let's get into probably the biggest and the most difficult thing for me, at least for the first part. And that was diet. So the 75 hard it doesn't give you an exact diet that you need to follow. It kind of leaves it up to you. So the diet restrictions that I put on myself were eggs, meat, fruit, vegetables, and then I allowed myself one protein a shake, one protein shake a day that I would make with water, not milk, and then any supplements that I decided to take. Um, so you know if I wanted to take a multivitamin or if I wanted to take creatine or anything like that, I would. Um, creatine was really the only one that I messed around with. And we can get into that in a little bit. Um, I didn't take any other supplements. I typically don't take a vitamin, which I know I probably should. Um, I don't really do ever do any pre-workouts, but you know, the, the protein, which I just kept simple is usually just a whey protein. And then creatine was really the only ones I messed around with, but kind of breaking down my diet here, the things that I ate for pretty much every meal, you know, three seventy five hard breakfast stayed pretty much the same. Um, you know pretty much every 75 days um it usually was four whole eggs um if i had it laying around sometimes i would mix in chopped up bell peppers and like some you know ham meat or turkey or something like that mix up in some chopped up meat in there to kind of make a little bit of a breakfast skillet just to add some more bulk some more calories some more flavor to the eggs Um, And then I would season those eggs with salt and pepper as well. I did allow myself to do that. But I didn't have any dairy in the diet, so I didn't mix in cheese or anything with eggs, which was typically something I would do before 75 hard. Um, So with those eggs, I would usually have, you know, three slices of bacon with that. And then I would pretty much always have some sort of fruit with breakfast. Um, I tried to pretty much do an apple in the morning. Apples are my favorite fruit, so I would almost always have an apple. If I was out of apples, it'd be a banana or something like that. And then I would usually, you know, I would have that for breakfast. And then, you know, while I'm getting ready for work, getting dressed, you know, making lunch, things like that, I would, you know, maybe snack on like some dried fruit or, you know, have some more like fresh fruit, like grapes or berries or things like that. And that would kind of be what I would have in the morning. And typically that would be when I would get back from my morning run, which would be, you know, right around eight o'clock. So I'm having breakfast, you know by the time it's all cooked and stuff like that somewhere between 8:30 and 9 and that would be my first meal of the day. And breakfast was by far the easiest meal. Um you know, before 75 hard, eggs and bacon was pretty much my meal to begin with. Um you know, but I just wasn't able to have, you know, like a breakfast burrito or some potatoes or mix in cheese or anything like that. But breakfast was by far the easiest meal. Um one of the meals that I enjoyed the most. So but that was breakfast. And like I said, had that, you know, usually somewhere between eight 30 and nine in the morning. And then lunch, um, you know, it took me maybe a week or so to kind of figure out what I was going to take for lunch. Um, you know, I tried a few different things, but what I ended up on, and this was pretty much everything I took since like day 20 or so I had pretty much the same lunch. Um, and it was chicken thighs. You know, I found chicken thighs one to tastes pretty good. You know, chicken thighs, you know, typically have a decent amount of fat on there compared to like a chicken breast or something like that. Um, They ended up being relatively cheap. I could get a pack of 10 chicken thighs from my grocery store for, I would say on average 10 bucks. Sometimes I could find them on sale for as little as five bucks. And like I said, that was a package of 10 chicken thighs and I would take two a day to lunch for work. So for roughly 10 bucks, I can make all my lunches um, for work. And I would just cook those in the air fryer. I could fit five of them in my air fryer at a time, throw it in there for about 25 minutes. I would typically season it with whatever I wanted to. Um, Seasonings were not something that I cut out of 75 hard. I allowed myself whatever type of seasoning. So I'd throw those chicken thighs in a Ziploc bag, put a little splash of olive oil in there, mix in some seasonings, mix it all up, throw it in the air fryer at 400 for about 25 degrees. like I said, those just chicken thighs taste pretty good. Um, it gives you a decent amount of calories, but that was lunch pretty much every day, unless I had some leftovers from dinner that I could take for lunch. But since about, you know, day 20, maybe a few days before then I had that for lunch pretty much every day. And I would typically try to push off lunch till about one o'clock. So from my, you know, breakfast around 9am and lunch till one o'clock, I didn't really have anything to eat maybe snack on some dried fruit here and there which does take me into what i had for snacks dried fruit was by far kind of king when it came to snacks um snacks was is tough because there's not i'm kind of limited based off my options to either like dried fruit or jerky and neither of those options are very cheap but dried fruit is cheaper um and it did kind of having dried fruit kind of filled that like sweetness gap you know i have a lot of you know salty things with the eggs and bacon and chicken thighs and whatever meat i've having with dinner so having dried fruit or fresh fruit as a snack kind of filled that that sweet spot um you know i did a lot of dried cranberries dried dates um dried pineapple was by far my favorite i would have you know banana chips every once in a while so dried fruit was definitely definitely king when it came to snacks, and then again mixing in some fresh fruit here and there. But that's about all I had for snacks. And then going into dinner, I had a lot of ground elk. I still have quite a bit of ground elk left over from the cow elk that I killed Um, last hunting season so I had a lot of ground elk I made I went through all my steaks um, that I had left pretty early on in 75 hard within the first couple weeks I was out of steak so it's all just been pretty much ground elk since then so a lot of burger patties I just eat a straight burger patty sometimes I would have you know a fried egg on it a couple times I did you know the big portobello mushrooms and use those as a bun Um, but for the most part it was just eating a straight burger patty I did a lot of like taco meat. And when I did that, I would mix it in with, you know, bell peppers and onions. Um, I did a lot of, you know, other than ground elk, I had, you know, if I was able to, you know, have steaks, you know, if I found steaks on a good deal or got got steaks, you know, however, um, I would, you know, love to have steaks. I wish I could have had a a ribeye every night if I could have. But, um, you know, I had steaks when I could, you know, had some chicken every once in a while for dinner. Had salmon every once in a while for dinner. Had a few, you know, nights where we had pork. Um, another thing we had a lot of were like the big sausages that you can get um, at any grocery store. I had a lot of those. Again, I chopped those up, mix them in with bell peppers and onions. Um, but that was pretty much, pretty much dinner. Um, not a lot of leftovers. You know, by dinner, I was usually pretty hungry, you know, because I'm not having really any carbs throughout the day. So by dinner, I was getting pretty hungry. So there weren't usually very many leftovers to take for lunch. Um, but every once in a while there would be, and then the protein shakes. So the protein shakes that I pretty much made almost every day was a little bit of water, um, some frozen fruit, the protein and every once in a while i would mix in creatine like i said i kind of messed around with that especially for like the middle 25 days or so um and i didn't really see any results with it as far as gaining size or anything that was kind of the goal of it of taking creatine was to maintain some size and some muscle mass while i did this um like i said i didn't notice my weight changing from the times i didn't take it you know which was the last you know 3 4 weeks you know and you know i didn't take it the first 3 weeks or so And then kind of that middle gap when I did take it. So I haven't been taking it since then. I still have some left. Maybe I'll mess around with it at some point. But creatine was something I did add to my protein shakes every once in a while. As far as how I would make those protein shakes, I would add pretty much the minimal amount of water I needed to to get it to blend up. And it resulted in protein shakes that had the consistency of like frozen yogurt or ice cream or a milkshake or something like that. So those became almost like a dessert. Now, one thing I did kind of notice, and it took me a while to figure out, um, was the protein shakes really messed with my gut health. And I'm sure a lot of it is due to not using a very high quality protein. I used pretty much the cheapest whey protein I could get at the grocery store. But, you know, especially towards the end is when I kind of figured it out. Um, you know, around day 65-70, I ran out of protein. And I just never got around to going and getting any more. And pretty much immediately, my gut health changed for the better. Um, And obviously, the protein shake was the only thing I changed in my diet. I didn't have the ability to change anything else on my diet, you know, add carbs, whatever. Um, So like I said, the protein shake really messed with my gut health. Again, probably due to cheap protein. So since I ran out of protein, I haven't been doing any protein shakes. And my gut health is fine. Um, I'll probably mess around with some protein shakes later on, you know, maybe try to find a higher quality protein or something like that. But right now I'm not doing any protein shakes and gut health is good. Um, so kind of just some post thoughts on the, uh, on the diet, the diet was by far the hardest part of 75 hard, at least for the first 15 to 20, 25 days. Um, you know, after that, the cravings kind of went away, but that first week, two weeks, definitely a ton of cravings for you know sweet things salty things things like that you know the things I was eating as snacks which like I said were not very good things um, before 75 hard I had a lot of cravings for those in the first 14 to 25 days Um, but after that after you know day 20 day 25 the cravings pretty much went away entirely and they never really came back until like the last week or two when I was really starting to kind of count down the days and I was starting to just think about, you know, what I wanted to have as a meal. And then, you know, you almost kind of start fantasizing about food a little bit. That's when cravings came back a little bit, but it wasn't hard to, you know, not eat those things. Um, But like I said, diet was by far, by far the hardest thing. Um, So that kind of covers our diet there. Um, Going into the workout part of it. So, the workout requirements for 75 Hard are two 45 minute workouts a day. One of those has to be outside. So, I would pretty much always get my outside workout done in the mornings, and I would do that with a run. Um, So, when I first started 75 Hard, I started off super slow. You know, I hadn't really been running at all. I did a few runs um, here and there through December. Um, But other than that, you know, for the last year or two, I haven't really ran. Much at all, you know. I I'll go through. I would go through streaks every once in a while, where I might run, you know, you know, for you know, a couple of weeks, for a month or so, and then I would just get out of the habit of it. But I pretty much always lifted, but never really ran consistently, you know. Since my days when I was running Spartan races and marathons back, you know, you know, in my last year or two of high school and shortly after. But so I started really slow with my runs at about a 10 thirty to 11 minute mile pace, which is super super slow for me um, compared to where I used to be. but and that my runs started with being right around four mile runs to get those 45 minute runs in um, after the first week, I did experience some pretty bad um, pain in the arches of my foot um, and I was kind of trying to figure out what was going on there. I thought maybe you know I might have to swap out running for something else. Um, but I kind of figured it out and I landed on it being due to a bad stride, you know, with that super slow pace, I wasn't really striding out. I was almost landing flat on my foot. I wasn't, you know, landing on my heel or landing on my toe, anything like that. I was just landing flat footed. Um, so once I kind of figured that out, I started to stride out a little bit, forced myself to kind of pick up the pace. You, after a few days of that, the pain went away. Um, but I pretty much ran every day. There were only a few days where I might've substituted out a run for something else. Um, you know, just based off scheduling or anything like that, but I pretty much ran every day. And by the end of it, I was doing almost six miles, um, at around an eight 30 pace, sometimes closer to nine minutes. I had a few where I dipped, you know, into the sub eight minute paces, but for the most part, I was doing, you know, almost six miles at around an eight 30 pace. Now my second workout of the day was pretty much always a lift, I would lift in the afternoons right after work. Um, if it was a weekend, sometimes I would do the run and the lift right back to back just to get it done. But I pretty much always lifted after my run. And for my lifts, I would rotate through like a few-day kind of schedule of chest, back, shoulders, biceps, and triceps, pretty much in that order. And you know, a day dedicated to each of those. I never really I never did any leg workouts because I was running every day. Um, I probably could have done some leg workouts, thrown those in, you know, here and there, maybe one a week, one light, one a week. But I didn't do any leg workouts. Like I said, rotated through chest, back, shoulders, biceps, and triceps. So a five-day rotation. Um, there, a couple times I did work out with some friends that have a home gym, and we would do some CrossFit type workouts. But I only did that maybe two or three times, you know, throughout 75 hard. But what my workouts would usually look like. It would be three different movements for that that workout. So if I was doing chest, I would do like some dumbbell bench press. I would do, you know, maybe some flies. I would do some push-ups maybe or I would mix in some incline press or things like that. But usually three different movements and that would be the same for, you know, no matter what muscle group I was doing. And I would do, you know, try to do five sets of that movement. And depending on the weight, I would do anywhere from you know, 10, 25s up to you know, maybe 30 reps. Um, I don't have access to super heavy weights where I'm at, so I just substituted that with doing a lot of reps. But again, three different movements, five sets of you know anywhere from 10 to 30 reps depending on the movement. And then every day, I would alternate like a finisher type workout of either doing abs or like a traps type workout. I've always wanted to have the look of big traps and I've never been able to do it. And even after doing 75 hard of doing a dedicated traps workout um, for five sets of, you know, super high reps you know every other day throughout 75 hard, I still don't have big traps. So I don't think I'm ever going to have big traps. But you know, like I said, I would alternate every other day between doing an ab finisher and then a traps finisher. Um. So that kind of covers our workouts there. The workouts overall, they weren't hard to do. It wasn't hard to force myself to do a workout. You know, sometimes, yeah, coming home from work, you know, I'd be pretty tired or worn down, you know you know, not wanting to go and do that, you know, afternoon lift. But once you get a couple sets in, I was usually pretty good. Um, As far as the workouts went, I never really tried to kill myself or crush myself on any of those workouts because of the volume of workouts I was doing. You know, if I could, yeah, if I was able to take a rest day here and there, sure, I would definitely have those workouts where I would, you know, try to crush myself or, you know, go super hard on a run or super hard in the gym. But all these workouts were just getting out there moving, you know, slow steady paces, not trying to crush myself because I knew I had to do the exact same thing tomorrow and the next day for, you know, however many days I had left. So never really crushed myself, but I always got those 245 minute workouts in, and one of those if not both of those would be outside. Um, going into the next thing, this is just a quick one, was the alcohol. You're not allowed to drink any alcohol on 75 hard. Um, I'm actually not sure if you're able to drink anything other than water. I never did. All I drank for 75 days was just water, um, other than the the protein shakes that I talked about. But I never had any Gatorades or lemonades or juices or anything like that. I just had water. But the alcohol was super easy for me. Um I barely drank to begin with. If I drink, you know, two, three times a month that was a lot. And when I would drink, I would, you know, we'd go to the bar maybe with some friends and I might have a beer or two or, you know, a glass of whiskey on the rocks or something like that. But like I said, if I drank two, three times a month, that was a lot. I never really had any cravings for alcohol throughout 75 hard. You know, there was a couple times that we actually did go out to the bar with friends and, you know, I would just drink water, you know, and I could say, yeah, you know, maybe it would have been, you know, nice to, you know, have a beer with friends or something like that, but I was never really craving it. It wasn't hard for me to just, you know, order a glass of water. But that really covers alcohol and that kind of rounds out our diet, our workouts and the alcohol there um really the last thing um The last kind of task in there, you know, other than the drinking a gallon a day, which overall was pretty easy to do, you know, a couple times, you know, maybe I wasn't keeping up with my water throughout the day and I had to, you know, chug a little bit, you know, right before I went to bed. But other than that, it wasn't very hard to get a gallon of water in. Um, One of the last requirements talked about on 75 hard is the reading. Um. So you're required to read 10 pages a day. I always read at least 10 pages a day. Sometimes I would read more. I don't really like stopping halfway through a chapter in a book. Um, now, if that chapter was like 30, 40 pages, I'm probably not going to read all 30, 40 or pages right in a row. So I would, you know, break that up. But for the most part, I typically always read a chapter a day, which you know would usually end up being closer to 20 pages, but. In total, I made it through roughly about four and a half books. Um, When I started 75 Hard, I was in the middle of reading Surviving Alone by Clay Hayes. So if you guys have watched the Netflix series Alone, or I guess it was a History Channel series that was on Netflix, um, Clay Hayes was the winner of one of those seasons, and he wrote a book about that whole experience. Really good book, so definitely check that one out. But that was the first book I read. Like I said, I was about halfway through that book um, when I started 75 Hard. The next one that I read was, um, my brother in arms, uh, by Thad Forrester. And this book was not what I necessarily expected it to be. So what it's about is a, um, air force combat controller who is the author, Thad Forrester's brother. And he was, um, killed in combat, but you know, I going into it, I expected a lot more like war stories type stuff, but really what it was more about was like who he was as a person and the relationships he had with his families and, you know, all the other people that he influenced in his life. And there's definitely some war stories in there, you know, especially when he's talking when the author is interviewing um the guys that his brother served with. Um but not definitely not what I was expecting. You know, definitely talked a lot about religion. Um the author and his family and his brother that was killed, they were a very religious family. So they talk a lot about that in there. But a pretty interesting book, just not exactly what I was expecting with that book. Um, after that I read David Goggin's new book, Never Finished. And that was by far my favorite book that I read through um, throughout 75 Hard. I really enjoyed his first book that I read a few years ago. Um, and then Never Finish was really, really good as well. So highly recommend that. Um, after that, I read or actually reread Endure by Cam Haynes. I read that when it first came out, um, you know, maybe a year or so ago. And I reread that book. Again, that's always a good book. I highly recommend that one. So enjoyed reading that book. And then after that, I went back and reread again um, American Buffalo by Steve Vernella. It's been quite a few years since I read that book. Um, so that was a good read. And I when I finished up 75 Hard, I was probably 75% of the way through that book. And I have since finished that book, you know, in the days following 75 Hard, but that's always a good one. Um overall, the reading was a pretty easy task to complete, but there were a few nights you know where maybe I'd get home late or so, and I just wanted to go to bed, but I hadn't read yet, so I got to stay up another you know thirty minutes or so you know thirty forty five minutes to get through my reading um That was really the only time where it was not necessarily hard, but it's just you know kind of something annoying that I just have to complete um just to get through the day, you know even though you know it may be you know knocking on the door of midnight and I just want to get to sleep because i you know Wanna you know, I get up early to get my run in, um, but I still had to read. But overall reading was pretty was pretty easy. So that kind of rounds out all the tasks um all the tasks there through seventy-five hard. So we're gonna get into how I wrapped up seventy-five hard, um, which if you follow me on Instagram, you know what I did there. So we'll get into that and then we'll kinda talk about um you know my overall thoughts of seventy-five hard, um some things I would change if I did it again and what I've changed in the next you know in this last week um since being off of it but how i wrapped up 75 hard was by doing the david goggins 4x4x48 now when i started 75 hard and throughout it i was kind of thinking of ways to finish it and i wasn't really sure how i wanted to to do it you know the idea of you know running a marathon was something that i had you know getting in 26.2 miles you know on day 75 was something that i had thought about hindsight probably should have done that cause that would have been easier than doing the four by four by 48. But, um, you know, maybe halfway through or so 75 hard, I saw David Goggins posting about the four by four by 48. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, all right, that's, you know, as long as the scheduling works out, I have nothing going on on those two days. I'm going to do the four by four by 48 and it ended up working out, you know, so I finished 75 hard day 75 was a Sunday. Um, and then I guess what would be considered day 76 or my first day off of 75 hard, Um, would have been a Monday, which works out perfectly because those are my two days off of work. Um, So I started 75 hard as soon as midnight hit to begin day 75. So as soon as the clock rolled over to midnight um, to start Sunday, I went for my first run. Now this first run was by far the hardest one to start. Um, It's the hardest one to start because at that point I had nothing to lose. Like If I don't start it, it's not like I did any runs that wouldn't be worth anything. You know, I could have very easily just said, nah, I don't want to do this. You know, I could just coast my way through the last day of 75 hard and still finish 75 hard. I'll be fine. But, you know, waking up at midnight, you know, or a little bit before midnight to go on that run and get that first one started was by far the hardest. You know, especially, you know, it's dark outside. I don't want to go for a run. It's cold out or whatever. But, I, you know, I I did it. I still did it. Um, You know, and part of that was because, you know, a few hours before that I had put it out on social media that that's what I was going to do. Um, so, you know, it would, it would be kind of a bitch move if I you know put it out on social media and then that next morning I decided, you know, you know what guys, I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not going to do this four by four by 48. I'm just going to coast my way through 75 hard. So putting it out on social media was definitely a big, big opponent in getting me out there to do it. But so getting through that first run, the first two runs felt pretty good. Um, at the start of run three is when I actually started feeling sore, which was way earlier than I expected. I thought for sure I'd be able to get through the first day, pretty smooth sailing, but you know, getting up for that, that run at 8am, you know, my legs were feeling sore. They were feeling heavy, which like I said, was way, way sooner than I expected. But overall day one was the hardest part was trying to maintain calories while I was still on that 75 hard diet. Um, you know, I, You know, wasn't having really any you know normal types of carbs. You know, no rices, breads, you know, potatoes, anything like that to add calories into my diet. So trying to maintain calories and get a bunch of calories in while I was only eating fruits and meats and vegetables and all that stuff was pretty hard. But like I said, that was the hardest part of day one. Not necessarily the runs. Um, Now talking about that, as soon as I finished my twelve a.m. run um, on my first day off of seventy five hard, so. Got up, you know, got up you know right before midnight um to start my run as soon as twelve a m hit I started my run, which that would have been Monday morning um as soon as I got back, I was off my seventy five hard diet, and at about twelve thirty twelve forty five in the morning, I had three of the chewy chips ahoy cookies and a giant glass of milk, and those were great um phenomenal um immediately after my four a m run I had a big peanut butter and jelly, which honestly that was one of my like cravings you know in the last couple you know days couple weeks of 75 hard that was like one of the things that like i was really looking forward to eating was a peanut butter and jelly so i had that after my 4 a.m run and then after that 8 a.m run i had a really big you know breakfast burrito and a giant bowl of cinnamon toast crunch cereal um throughout the the rest of that day i had a few more peanut butter and jellies kind of allowed myself to eat whatever i wanted to Mostly because of how many calories I was burning, I think on average I burned close to 5,000 calories you know on each day, so close to you know 10,000 calories for the weekend. Um, I had pizza for dinner. Um, I wanted a burger, but the burger place that I wanted was unfortunately close, so I was pretty upset about that. But we settled on pizza, which the pizza resulted in a pretty rough last run, which I'll get into here in a second but overall the second day was much easier with those added calories and carbs on um, the midday runs so like my 12 a.m. or 12 p.m. and 4 p.m. runs on there i actually caught a second wind um i i can only assume it's due to you know my body finally you know catching up with those calories and carbs a little bit and i really easily held a sub 9 pace sub 9 minute pace on those runs which you know pretty much all the other runs you know with the exclusion of my first two i was you know holding paces, you know, anywhere from that nine thirty to 10 minute mile. So again, I can only assume it's with the added calories and carbs that I was able to hold a really, really nice pace for those two midday runs. Now that last run sucked that 8 PM run, um, probably due to the, you know, two, three slices of pizza. I had 30 minutes before that run, but regardless, we got it done. Um, and that was been my last run for seven for, or for the four by four by 48. So the four by four by forty eight was definitely harder than I thought it was going to be um you know four miles doesn't sound like a lot until you 've already done it like twelve times and you got to do it again so but definitely I enjoyed it i'm not sure I would ever do it again unless somebody you know wanted to do it with me. I had a friend that wanted to do it or something like that, but I'm saying that now, you know, but if it rolls around next year, and I see Goggins posting about it on his Instagram again that he's going to do you know four by four by forty eight on this date and all that. I'll probably jump in there and do it, but I certainly don't look forward to doing it again anytime soon. Um So that's how I rounded out 75 hard, a good way to finish strong um, with 75 hard. But just running through a quick recap of 75 hard, when I started it, um, I weighed around 178 pounds. Now, pretty much immediately within the first day or two days, my weight dropped down to around 170, Um you know, and it stayed there for the, the whole time. You know, I would have a couple days where I maybe I would weigh in at one sixty eight, and some I would weigh around one seventy three. But on average, I weighed about one one seventy. Uh, now, being a week off of seventy five hard, I have you know pretty much immediately jumped back up to you know a one seventy six, one seventy eight, maybe one seventy five on a light day or so. So the weight came back really fast now it's, it wasn't water weight that I lost obviously because I was drinking a gallon a day. So it's kind of crazy how just, you know, taking out carbs from your diet will affect your weight immediately. And then adding it back in affected the weight immediately. Um, so that's, that's kind of where I've been at for my weight, um, you know, before, during and after 75 hard, um, the actual 75 hard, the first 25 days were, were the hardest, you know, for me personally, you know, and I could even say maybe it was only the first, you know, 20 days were the hardest after that. It just becomes a matter of just kind of check marking the tasks you know for me, the diet was you know after those first twenty five days was super easy. I was in the habit of you know if I wanted snacks grabbing dried fruit and not going to grab chips. you know I was in the habit of you know eating certain meals for lunch and eating certain meals for dinner you know it wasn't wasn 't hard to complete the diet or anything like that after the twenty five days you know getting up at six a m and getting that run in became habit you know going to the gym right after work became habit. Reading in the afternoon became habit. Drinking the right amount of water became habit. You know, after those first 25 days, everything was a habit. Um, like I said, overall, everything was easy. The only time the diet became hard again was, you know, that last week or two when I started thinking about the meals I was going to eat and kind of started fantasizing about food a little bit. Um, but again, the first 25 days were the hardest for me. You know, after that, it was just kind of checking things off. Um, would I do 75 hard again? Um possibly i would do it if i got in the situation again um where i was completely failing on diet i was completely failing on my workouts and i just needed another kick in the ass to get back on track um you know kind of looking forward to the future as long as i keep that in check i'm probably not going to do 75 hard again if i don't need to do it but again if i fall out of that of the habit of doing doing the right things the things that i need to do for my health then yes i will do it again if I do it again, what would I change? I would for sure add dairy to my diet um, simply because that is an animal product. Now, I will admit that it did take me 30 days for me to realize that butter is a di- is a dairy and I had been cooking everything in butter. Um, and I continued to do that throughout the whole thing, cook most things in butter. But if I did it again, I would for sure you know, allow myself to add like cheese to meals and things like that. Anything that's an animal product, I would add. And I would consider adding rice to the diet and only rice um you know i'm not i'm not going to add in a whole bunch of bread and pasta and things like that but just you know the week i've been off of 75 hard rice has been a big thing in my diet and you know i feel really good and there's not really rice isn't bad for you as long as you eat it in moderation and don't sit down and eat you know a big bowl of you know four cups of rice but you know adding rice would very easily allow me to you know add some more calories into my diet, maybe perform a little bit better on my workouts or things like that. So I would consider adding rice. Now that would certainly make things easier and it wouldn't defeat the purpose of 75 hard by any means, but it would definitely lessen the challenge of the diet. So I may or may not add rice if I was to ever do it again. Um, But that's kind of the recap of the full recap of 75 hard. So now we're going to kind of talk about, um, you know, What I have changed this whole week, I know we've touched on a couple things, but kind of the one-week update, again, my weight did jump back up. I added carbs back to my diet, so, you know, sometimes with breakfast, I'll have a tortilla and make a breakfast burrito. Um, On some high-carb days, I might add, you know, like some sourdough bread. I try to stay away from white bread as much as possible, so I'll have some, like, sourdough bread that I bought from the actual bakery at the grocery store. I didn't buy, like, the, you know, the cheap, you know, Pre packaged sourdough bread. Um, So I try to keep that super healthy. I'll do potatoes. Like I said, I added rice. Um, I, you know, for sure have added, you know, peanut butter back into my diet. I will occasionally put some jelly on sourdough bread. I'll do some English muffins, you know, like half an English muffin in the morning right before my run that I'll have with peanut butter and honey. Um, So I've definitely added carbs back to my diet. Um, I've allowed myself to, you know, have, you know, certain flavored drinks. Like I'll have a Gatorade every once in a while. I might, you know, if I go to the gas station, I might grab one of those, you know, canned black rifle coffee, espresso drinks that I really enjoy. You know, I'll have some juice or lemonade every once in a while. I still haven't had any alcohol a week off. Again, I just haven't really been craving it, but you know, the next time I go to a family dinner dinner or something like that, or go out to the bar with friends and, you know, you know, I'll probably have a beer or something like that. But that's really the big changes that I've made to diet. Again, you know, immediately have gained you know, probably about five pounds back in weights because of that. Um, and a, and another effect I've felt with the diet and adding those carbs back in is I haven't really felt super tired like on my way home from work. You know, during seventy five hard, it was pretty common for me. You know, coming home from work and going to the gym that i would feel you know kind of tired and worn down um you know now once i got my workout started and right after that workout you know you get your body moving you feel good again but like i said it was pretty common for me to feel tired and worn down you know coming home from work and going to the gym but you know now you know a week off of that i haven't felt that at all um And I've still been working out, you know, just as hard, if not harder. I haven't been lifting as much, but the running has definitely jumped up, which we're about to talk about in a minute as we talk about what we're going to be doing next. Um, So those are kind of the one week updates. Um, We'll see how things go as of right now, you know, I really like where my diet's at. I got a few things that I kind of got to fine tune here and there with the diet, you know, as far as how much I'm eating of certain things. But I really like the types of foods that I'm eating right now. I feel pretty clean. The gut health is feeling really good. I'm still trying to maintain a gallon a day. I've been, there's been a couple of days where I haven't quite had that, but I've been close. Um, I still trying to read as much as possible. There have been a few days where I haven't read, um, But, you know, overall feeling really good with where I'm at, you know, one week after 75 hard with my diet and overall health and all that. So kind of wrapping things up here, we're going to talk about what's next. And there's some pretty exciting things coming up. So the next challenge that we are working for, working towards is the Big Pine Extreme Trail Run 50K. So I am going to be kind of dipping my toe into the ultra marathon world. Like I said earlier, I used to be a big runner. I've ran a marathon. I did that probably five years or so. Since then, I don't think I've done a single run over 10 miles, maybe. Um, And that was five years ago. So since then, I haven't done, I definitely haven't done a run over a half marathon distance since then. But June 10th, we are going to be running the Big Pine Extreme Trail Run 50K up in Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, now, the exciting thing with this, if you guys want to follow along with my ultra prep, we are going to be starting a YouTube channel. And the YouTube channel is just going to be my name. It's Caleb Dillashaw. Um, you know, I thought about maybe, you know, naming it, you know, barely back country or something like that. But, you know, considering it is going to be a little bit more fitness oriented, you know, this first kind of series that we're doing is ultra prep. You know, I didn't feel like it kind of fit in with the Barely Backcountry, you know, title. You know, the podcast is mostly about hunting stuff. But if you guys want to follow along with Ultra Prep, go ahead and check out the YouTube channel. Again, the channel name is just my name, Caleb Dillashaw. Now, for you hunters out there, there's still going to be, you know, some hunting content, some archery content, especially once we get through Ultra Prep, you know, after I get through that. You know, the next thing that we're going to be working towards is hunting season. You know, hunting season will be right around the corner. You know, it'll be here before we know it. So there's still going to be archery content, you know, rifle content, hunting content. You know, all that stuff is going to be over on the YouTube channel channel as we progress. But right now, Ultra Prep Season 1 is going on over there and on the day that this podcast releases the first video is is live so you guys can jump over there right away um you know i'll post a link to it on both of my social medias my personal and my um and the podcast social media so you guys can find the link there Um, I'll try to link it down in the description of this podcast so go over and check that out we're going to be starting that like I said it's going to be a little bit more fitness oriented first season or first series is ultra prep but we'll get into some hunting season stuff as the year progresses so go over and check that out but that is what's next is the, my first ultra. So really looking forward to it, you know, throughout 75 hard running every day, I found my love for running again that I had, you know, those three, four, five years ago when I ran that marathon, you know, I loved running then. And, you know, after that marathon kind of fell out of, out of love with running. I never really ran too much after that. Um, but you know, Doing 75 days straight of running. I, I found my love for running again. And I really enjoy it. So really looking forward to that ultra. Looking forward to dipping my toe into the ultra running world. So that's what we got coming up next. But overall that kind of wraps it up for 75 hard. Um, 75 hard is something I think everybody should go and do. Um, it's a fun challenge. Especially I mean. You know if you do need something to kind of kick yourself in the ass. A good challenge. You know. It's not. Like 75 hard or 75 days is a long time you know you're talking over two months close to three months um so it is a really really long time you will see you know benefits to your health um you know maybe you need to lose weight you know over you know almost three months you can lose a decent amount of weight you know if you stick with it you know you will you will see those changes or maybe you just need to you know force yourself to get on a diet or you know maybe you need to force yourself to stop drinking alcohol or force yourself to read more you know i think like i said for me diet was the biggest thing but maybe for somebody else you know reading would be the hardest part or you know forcing themselves to you know work out twice a day or stop drinking or whatever is going to be the hardest part for them so everybody's going to have a little bit different challenges you know for some people like i said it was really only only a 25 hard for me. And after that, it just became, you know, a checklist of tasks I had to complete during the day. And I had no problem doing that. But for some people, maybe it's, maybe it's really a 50 hard, or maybe it is a true 75 hard for you. Um, but like I said, I encourage everybody to go out there and do it. I think everybody should do it. Everybody would benefit from it. Um, and I think it would, it kind of sets you up for success. You know, like I worked so hard, you know, in 75 hard and I have these good habits now and these good tasks that, you know, now when I don't complete them, it does kind of, doesn't make me feel like a failure, but, you know, I'm like, oh man, like I worked so hard and now I, you know, I haven't read in the last day and, you know, I don't want to get out in the habit of that or, you know, oh man, I miss drinking my gallon of water a day. I need to make sure I stay in the habit of that. So it does create these habits for a healthy lifestyle to continue after 75 hard. You know, like I said, you know, that day right after 75 hard, I allowed myself to eat whatever I want, but, you know, the six days after that i've had a really clean diet and you know i'm you know still on track and you know doing really really good so like i said everybody should do 75 hard hard um you know and that hard task is going to be different for everybody you know but get out there and do it everybody can everybody can benefit from it so but that's all i got for you this week guys like i said it is a bonus episode more than likely we'll still have an episode coming out on monday I'm hoping it's a draw applications episode. We can get Nevada knocked out. That'll come out, you know, at some point midday on Monday. Um, If not, I got some, you know, some just regular interviews um, in the hopper. I think I got three of them lined up that, you know, will get released over the next few weeks. So stay tuned for that. But hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode. Again, hop over, check out the YouTube channel if you guys are into fitness stuff. If you want to see what's going on with Ultra Prep, like I said, episode one will be posted the same time that this podcast is out. So you can go over there and check it out right now. Again, the channel name is just my name, Caleb Dillashaw. I link it on all my social medias and try to link it down in the podcast description. But thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know this podcast probably isn't for everybody, but you know, hopefully, hopefully, I made some sense there and didn't ramble on too much for you. But again, before I let you guys go, make sure you guys check out the podcast on social media barely underscore backcountry underscore podcast on instagram my personal is c.dillashaw and then again hop over check out the youtube channel just my name caleb dillashaw but that covers it for this week guys again leave a like leave a review you know share the podcast all that good stuff so i greatly appreciate it and um get out there and crush your own 75 hard i think everybody should do it see you guys